This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Flu season is here, and the Public Health Agency is reporting an uptick in outbreaks and hospitalizations with 724 detections of influenza in the lab in the first week of December. And 64% of all the regions across the country have reported at least some influenza activity. Again, first week December, south of the border, catch these numbers. The Centers for Disease Control says there have already been 1.7 million cases of flu illnesses reported, along with 16,000 hospitalizations and 900 flu-related deaths. And we have to go all the way back to 2003-2004 to find the last time that an outbreak of flu ramped up this early in the season, which brings us to the question, have you had your flu shot? Did you take a regular shot? Are you looking for a high-dose flu if you're 65 or over? Do you have questions? So the numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-744-740. I'm here with Dr. Jeffrey Habert, who is a family physician, has big practice here in Toronto. He also teaches at uh, the Department of of Family and Community Medicine at the University of Toronto. Dr. Haber, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me again. Okay, well, uh, those numbers I just read, they look pretty dire to me. You know, we're, we're seeing some early uptick of activity. We'll see what happens for the rest of the season. This season doesn't yet look particularly worse than other seasons. Typically, in any given flu season, We have 3,500 deaths in Canada and 35,000 in the States, 10 times bigger, and 12,000 hospitalizations in Canada. So we see the similar type of numbers every year. This does seem to be an H3N2 season, and that's the virus that's particularly bad for seniors. Um, So that's a bit of an issue and has to be dealt with. And as you said, most importantly, get a flu vaccine. Yeah, so... The government is covering the high-dose flu vaccine again. Right. But the numbers don't match up because they have, the government has purchased something like 250,000, a quarter of a million doses, but we've got 4.6 million seniors in the province. So I can't speak to how many vaccines the government's purchased, but we have had a problem with accessing the vaccine. Um, so we're not able to get vaccine for all the seniors, the high-dose vaccine. So because it's so late in the season already, we're now starting to recommend just get vaccinated. So to get a regular vaccine, you can get it in the pharmacy, you can get it in your family doctor's office. If you don't have a family doctor, you can get it, like I said, in a pharmacy or a walk-in clinic. But I think most importantly, get vaccinated. If you're lucky enough that your family physician has high-dose vaccine in stock and you're over the age of 65, 
The high-dose vaccine is about 24% more effective in seniors. So I think it's very important because in seniors, the vaccine doesn't tend to work as well. In, in younger people, the vaccine is about 65% effective. And in seniors, the standard vaccine is about half of that. So the high-dose vaccine boosts that by about 24%, which is very important. Okay, and, and it's important for people to understand it's not like 24%, it's 24%. Of, of the lower number, right? So it's not 100%. Number. But you know what, what's important is no vaccine's perfect. Flu vaccine's not perfect. But if you do get vaccinated and happen to get influenza, the influenza may be less severe. And we've seen 60% less hospitalizations. It decreases mortality rate. The flu is a serious illness. I mean, people die from influenza, as I just said, 3,500 people a year in Canada. So it's very serious, and it's much more serious in the elderly that have so many medical comorbidities. Yeah, I I don't think people get it because people say, oh, the flu, no big deal. We still, you know, the last time we talked about it here, I was still getting calls from people saying, I don't need the flu shot. I've never had the flu, and I'm never going to have it. I mean, so first of all, Obviously, get the flu shot for others because you do, you you know there's a whole issue of herd immunity. You know, good um, a friend of mine who just had a new grandchild, first one, and you know she says, "Well, I I never get around to getting the flu shot, but her daughter will not let her near that grandchild unless they have the flu she's shot." Right. Yeah, she's, she's right. right. I mean, especially the very young, under two, and the very old. Yeah are the most susceptible, and as you correctly mentioned, it's important for young people to get the flu shot to, pr- to protect those around them yeah. that are susceptible to the wrath of the influenza. Yeah, and uh, the other thing that I think a lot of people do not realize, you're talking about the deaths, like that's tragic, but a lot of people lose their independence after oh, getting the flu. They're hospitalized, they're immobile, and, and then they can't go home and resume their lives just the way they were beforehand because they've been really weakened. And I, I don't know if that message has gotten through enough. I agree. I mean, it's, it's so significant. I mean, for seniors, for seniors that get hospitalized with influenza, if you get hospitalized your chance of death is about 9 to 10%. Those are very large numbers. But I think even more importantly is what you just said. Not everyone dies. A small percentage die, thankfully. But the rest of them lose time from their life. They lose independence. They lose the ability to cope on their own because they're already fragile when they start. So I think it's so important to try and protect yourself. And and the influenza isn't going away. We see it every season. We vaccinate every season. The influenza vaccine does not make you sick, contrary to what people say. It does not make you sick. Let's let's take a call from Joan in Burlington. Hi, Joan. Hi. Um, I've been having the flu shot since 92. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had it every year regularly. Um, my doctor always recommended get your flu shot because I had a very mild heart attack in 08. And last year, I tried to get the high dose. And every time I phoned my doctor's office, they had run out of the supplies. So I said, okay, I'm just going to go to the pharmacy. Um, this year, I went to the pharmacy and had it again. And I've never had the flu. I, I very, very rarely get a cold. And I'm one of the fortunate ones. I've never had a reaction to it. 
Well, uh, you know, Dr. Habert was just saying, you know, all these people who say you can react to it. Well, not so much. Dr. Habert, what do you have to say? Hi, Joan. How are you? I actually think I spoke to you last time also. Thanks for calling back. Yeah, I think it's very important that you got the flu vaccine, and you're right, there's been an issue, and we we say now, if you can't get the high-dose one, definitely get the regular one, because it will afford you protection, and you did the smart thing, mm-hmm. and the majority of people like you get very little side effects from the flu vaccine. Some people get a sore arm, some people get a, few, a bit achy for a few days, but... The flu vaccine does not cause people to get sick. So you're very smart, glad that you got it, and hope you have a safe and healthy winter. Well, my eldest daughter, she turned uh, she turned 65 a couple of years ago. She got the high dose this year, and she did have a reaction. She was down uncomfortable, not feeling too great for about three, two and a half, three days. Yeah, it can do that. It makes you a bit achy, yeah. can hurt your arm, but you're right, it can I do that. I was arm. going to say my, my husband got the high dose, and he's like one of these, I never get sick, <laughs> I never take any drugs, I la 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 la, and, and um, he felt sick probably for a day and a half, and boy, the whining. Well, I tell all <laughs> my kids, and I have seven kids, and lots of grandchildren, great-grandchildren, I said, you get your flu shot because you never know when it's going to hit. Okay, well, that is very good advice, Joan. Okay, thank you. Let's differentiate from these mild side effects for two or three days, though, from the flu shot does not cause you to get the flu. Right. It can cause side effects, a bit of achiness, a bit of a sore arm, but not the flu. Okay, Joan, thank you very much for your call. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And I'm going to get right to the phones. Uh, We'll start with Kim in Etobicoke. Hi, Kim. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Good. I'm just listening to the program, and my six-year-old grandson currently has been diagnosed with the flu. Sorry to hear that. And yeah, it's um, it's he it. The doctor said he got the kind that the teenagers are getting. It's kind of an odd one, she said, and um, it's really difficult to keep his temperature down. So that seems to be the issue with him. Plus, of course, he has all the aches and pains that come with it. Yeah, so I presume he didn't get a flu shot, or did he? Oh, yeah, he did. We, we all get one every year. Definitely he got one. And the doctor did say uh, it may lessen his symptoms, yep. which my daughter thinks it probably is. But his temperature still spikes. And so when he did... got it Friday evening, and uh, he's been sick Saturday, Sunday, today. Uh, the doctor said to give him Tylenol and Advil to uh, just to make him more comfortable every and, so many hours. And when? But he's so young. Yeah. When did he get the shot? Oh, uh, about a month ago. Oh, okay, because I was going to remind people that you need two weeks for it to kick in. Um, I'm sorry, it's hard to hear you. Uh, it, you need two weeks for the for the shot to to kick in. So, um, but obviously he had it before. But yeah, that's too bad, and it does. It's not a hundred percent. I've had the flu after getting the shot. Yeah. But Hopefully it will lessen the duration. Hopefully he gets better today, Dr. Haber. Yeah, I mean, it is unfortunate. It probably, as your doctor said, it probably has lessened the severity of the symptoms. He's probably over the worst of it, and he will be on the mend in the next few days. And 
make sure he's staying well hydrated. And yes, you can alternate uh, ibuprofen and acetaminophen so you can continue to do that. But important to really keep him well hydrated. And, you know, if he's a healthy six-year-old, there really should be no ill effect. He will, he will get over it. And in a few days from now, he'll be great. Oh, great. I'll tell her. All right. Okay, I'll tell her. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, let's go to Lisa in Toronto. Hi, Lisa. Oh, how are you doing? Fine. How are you? Um, the reason I'm calling, um, we get the flu shots every year, of course, but this year my son was in the States when we had our appointment. My husband gets a high dose as well. Um, my son got the flu last week, so I said, well, you still should go and get your flu shot. He said, I don't need it. Um, I'm already exposed to the antibodies. Um, is that true? You know, he depending on how sick he was, he probably didn't have influenza. He may have had a flu-like illness or a virus. And okay. you know what? There's so many different strains, so we don't know what exactly he had. And if, right. if he's if he's been on the men so quickly, he probably didn't have influenza last week. Because if right. he had influenza last week, he'd probably still be sick. So I would strongly advise they get it because we're covering here. We're covering from the three or four strains, depending on what vaccine he has, and they're the the proper strains like the H1N1, the H3N2, and then uh, some of the B viruses. So I would still right. recommend when he is feeling better and if he's feeling better now he does get the vaccine and actually most importantly to protect you and your husband right we we have had a shot but i I realize i understand that we could still get the flu absolutely yeah i I make him wash his hands as soon as he comes in the door because he goes to the y so it's always an argument about that sort of thing right hand washing is paramount he he thinks because he uses you know the sanitizer that's you know, he's keeping himself clean. And I said, no, soap and water. Soap and, soap water, and water is better. You're right. But the sanitizers actually happen to do work quite well for the influenza virus. But I think whether okay. it's sanitizers or soap and water, sure. But soap and water has to be for a few minutes. Sanitizers are a lot easy. So if he's regularly using hand sanitizers, that's 90% of the battle. I think that's don't great. They, don't you need to put it all over and leave Absolutely. them on? For you a- have to rub it on and put it on there. I'll call base, mm-hmm. but... They tend to kill the influenza virus better than the sanitizers kill stomach bugs. Okay. Like, they don't work oh, so see. well for stomach bugs, but they work better for the influenza virus. But ultimately, as you said, good old soap and water is the best, but you have to do it for a long time. And it's funny because CDC, uh, Centers for Disease Control, says you're supposed, to count, you're supposed to say happy birthday twice. Sing oh, happy yeah. birthday twice, and that's the length of time you need soap and water. Yeah, can and I that, ask you one more question? Sure, if you don't mind. If you have the flu, can you still get the shot? You know, if you're sick, you shouldn't ideally get it when you're sick. You should wait till you recover from the illness and then get the shot. I generally okay. don't like to immunize people that are unwell. Right. Well, that makes sense. So they shouldn't. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for calling. Okay. You, thanks for you, calling. You affirmed everything I thought. Okay. So I hope you, you all have a lovely day. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, we still have a few minutes left. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm here with Dr. Jeffrey Habert, and he is happy to take your calls and your questions about the flu and the flu shots. So the bottom line is just get it done. Agree, totally get it done. And as we mentioned, hand-washing, the flu virus can live on inanimate objects for up to two days. So you touch that doorknob and then touch your nose, eyes, or mouth, and you can get the influenza. So 
Uh, we talked about this last time I was here. During the winter, fist bumps or avoid shaking hands. And if you're going to, use that sanitizer. But really, hand washing is really, really important. Yeah, hand washing is really important. And I know that here at work, we have, uh, you know, some of those cleansing cloths and, and we scrub down, you know, keyboards and headphones sometimes and, and all of that stuff that a lot of people touch. You're right. You're right. Uh, and um, so what is the likelihood of, uh, are, are you going to get more high-dose vaccine or not? You know, we've been told that we are going to be getting more high-dose vaccine. We were given a few doses last week that went away quickly, but we've been told yes. The problem is now the push before Christmas to get everyone vaccinated because offices will be closed. So I'm now starting to tell my vulnerable seniors, you know what, it's time. we got to get you vaccinated. So let's not wait. If they're very well seniors and they want to wait, I'm saying, okay, we can wait a little longer. But it's starting to get late in the season now, and I'm starting to vaccinate with the regular one if I can't, because I haven't had high dose around. Okay, let's hear from Kathleen and Lindsay. Hi, Kathleen. Hi there, how are you? Fine, how are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. It's such a pleasure to speak with you. Okay, And I'm great. so glad Thank I got uh, put through. I'm just getting over what I think is the flu. I've had it for, oh my, getting over 12, 13 days now. And last week it was to the point where I have COPD and my respiratory specialist uh, during my uh, annual checkup decided um, to give me an open prescription for amoxiclav and um, prednisone just in case I, I get... The chest cold, I've had my shot for pneumonia a couple of years ago, but let me tell you, this just floored me, and I did have my flu shot mid-October 16th here in Lindsay, Ontario, and I'm just imagining, well, like, if I didn't have my flu shot, would that have hospitalized me? I'm glad you actually got your flu shot, and you're one of those people that would be more vulnerable. I'd be more concerned with the COPD, and... That's why your doctor probably gave you the open script. So influenza complications with those with COPD can be much greater, so we'd be concerned. Okay. Um, but it also could be a, an, acute, a, an acute exacerbation of the COPD that may be bacterial. So probably best would be someone should listen to your chest. I'm glad you're getting over it now. So it's hard to say if it was influenza or another bug. Did you have a fever? Were you achy? Oh, I was all of the all of the above. I yeah. still can't sleep right um, that well at night. Um, but that's I, I have other complications too. But that, that does with the sleep. But and has still, your doctor seen you in the last week since you've been sick? No, no. I was just going to give her a call because I don't know. Like, once you have the flu, are you supposed to report it? To well, your, I'm not so worried uh, about you reporting, or... but I'm worried about. I, I'm really more worried about someone listening to your chest and making sure that you don't have a complication like pneumonia or something, because you're definitely more predisposed with the COPD. So I think it probably okay. wouldn't be a bad idea to have someone check you out. Well, I will do that. I will. I will call my. Uh, the good luck getting into the doctor's office, mind you, yeah. especially in rural Ontario. But uh, there is walk-in clinics at night, and that uh, a whole other topic for us to exactly, explore. Exactly, exactly. And I think my mother has it, unfortunately. Okay, Kathleen, thanks very so, much for well, your call. Well, thank you very much, and you do you. amazing work, guys. I, I appreciate it, and I listen to you every day. Thank God you. God bless you. Merry Christmas and a happy Merry New Year. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, we have time for one more quick one from Peter in Mississauga. Hi, Peter. 
Hi, um, um, I just, um, my son lives in the area of Australia where it's frowned upon to have vaccinations. Uh, they figure that it's going to be uh, a great autism and all that. Oh, that's so anti-vaxxing. Uh, none of them are vaccinated. Now, they plan to come over here for a trip. So my other son is really concerned about his kids getting something, even though they have, um, you know, the vaccinations. I had it too. Can I? Do they expose me to it, or can I expose them to it? That, that's a great question. I'd be more worried about them to you, but they'd have to be sick to give it to you. The good news is Australia is ahead of us. So their flu season has, has already passed, their influenza season, and that's how we know what's going to happen here. So they're now into summer, yeah. and the flu season's done. So that's really good news for you. Right. As you said, if they're not sick, they're not giving you anything. But as you mentioned, if they're not vaccinating, there's a host of other illnesses that can be transmitted if they're not vaccinated. Measles, mumps, rubella. I mean, there's a host of them. So if they're well, there's not much to do. They're your children. You want to see them. So it is an issue. and And I think your concern is right. But I think the good news is it's summer in Australia. Okay, but I, I think when they're coming here, it's it's their winter. <laughs> no, oh, they're coming here next year. You mean? Yeah, in in, in our oh, they're not coming here winter. now. Yeah, that's an issue. I mean, yeah. that will be an issue because they'll be getting they'll be starting flu season. Yeah, you can ask that. You know what, guys? I'd really appreciate because I'm older and I'd like to be protected, and maybe they'll consider getting the flu vaccination for you. Right, and I think otherwise, just practice standard good hygiene, hand washing. Issues like that. Okay. okay, Peter, we've got to let you go. We're out of time. Uh, thanks for that very okay. good question. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, we don't even want to get into that whole anti-vaxxing thing. It's crazy. Uh, it's really crazy, and I, I don't understand why people refuse to ex- accept evidence. But, but, hey, that's another topic. We're out of time. For today, Dr. Jeffrey Haber, thank you so much for for being with us. Thanks a lot. Okay, that's all the time for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.